The left, Martinez to the right, they score! Carlson! Back and forth with Martinez! Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Petrangelo scores! Two markers for Petrangelo! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. How at this time of the year? We've got the U.S. Open. We're going to the championship weekend, semifinals in the next couple hours, into the next couple of days. NFL dropping it. This weekend, opening night tonight, National Hockey League getting ready for training camp, Major League Baseball cranking up. It's uh, it's the best time of the year in the wide world of sports. If you're a sports fan, we'll spend the next couple of hours talking about the National Hockey League, the Vegas Golden Knights on the VGK Insider Show. Darren Millard in the studio, Ryan Wallace on assignment tonight. We hope he feels a little bit better in the next couple of days. Uh, he'll be back. Uh, first week of the show, and we've covered a lot of ground and we want to get uh, to more of that uh, today. One-timers will feature some induction news uh, for you. We'll catch up with Chapman later on in the show. Gary Lawless, a VGK Insider with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights and the AT&T Sportsnet broadcast uh, will pop by. And we also want to get to our top five, bottom five, uh, hitting the middle of the pack, uh, number three. Third best team in the National Hockey League and the third worst team in the National Hockey League running down that list as we broadcast from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Yeah, you did that very well. I, I made you made you wait a little bit today, Chapman. Yeah, well, that's okay. That was a that was a woo for Layla Fernandez. Yeah. Yes. Getting ready. Yeah. She's, you excited? She's, yeah. You know what? I I always root for Canada when the U.S. is not involved most of the time mm-hmm. because you guys, well, can, Canada, you guys. Canadians. Well, you're Canadian, so I could say you guys. You guys are are basically the United States' best friend. You guys are our allies. So. I, I will always root for Canada, almost always, I should say. There there are occasions where, like, I'll root for Sweden over Canada in hockey because it's more of, like, a rivalry thing. But, but well, because the U.S. and no Canada. Sense. No, no, U.S. and Canada rivalry. Oh. Right? But, and I like the Swedes. I like Sweden a lot. So I can't root for Russia, though. So it depends it, on the day when you're a friend. No, no. If it's Canada and Russia, I'm absolutely rooting for Canada. But in hockey, I'll root for Sweden over Canada just because I... I like the way the Swedes play, and I, I enjoy. How do the Swedes play? Like, give me an idea of how the Swedes play. <laughs> I don't know. You like the way the Swedes play. I, yes, so they, if you're they, basing they, it they all on how the Swedes play, gentlemanly. Tell me how the Swedes play. They play very gentlemanly. I'm gonna move this monitor out of the way so I can see you today. This is just you and yeah, I on the show. Very, very well. Not like Ryan's, you know. <laughs> very gentlemanly. I like, that's that's a word I will use. And Canadians aren't gentlemanly. You well, just called well, us your best friends. Well, most of the time, you guys are. Yeah, they, they, we. There are occasions where sometimes Canadians are not gentlemanly. I think it's just any. Day of the week, you could be our friend or not. Now, like, I, I am I am rooting for Canada to make the World Cup in soccer. I think it would be very cool because I think Alfonso Davies is phenomenal, and there's a lot of young up and coming Canadians in soccer. So I, I'm I'm rooting as long as it's not at the expense of the United States. I will root for Canada to make the World Cup. And if it's as long as they're not playing Sweden to get there. No, no. See, hockey soccer is different. I'll root for Canada over Sweden in soccer. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Uh, Sam and Ash are coming up. They're going to stop by in the legal minute. Uh, Somebody just whispered in my ear that you've got a beef with Canada. 
So now I really don't know what to believe yeah, when it comes I, to you in Canada. You'll, you'll just have to wait we're, and see. Yeah. We're your friend one minute. Well. But then we're not your friend if we're playing Sweden in hockey. But we are your friend if we're playing <laughs> Russia. But if there's a credit card conflict, yes, then yeah. we're not your friend. Yes, yes. And, and Sam and Ash will, uh, will hopefully. Can, can I put you on the air with them today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, is that okay? That's fine, yeah. So it's my it's my problem. I should I, I should. Uh, ask I don't know them. whether you might be we'll, asking we'll, for we'll trouble. We'll treat it as like a um, like a you're an actual client. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like I'm should going. Should I send in them and, a note about that, or should I just yeah? Bring it you, on them? you may want to get the okay from them to uh, before you. So they they kind of have an idea what they're like walking. an on air consultation. Yeah. Well, and they 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 know never to know what you're going to get from me. So mm-hmm. it's probably a good idea to give them a heads up. Will you be brief? Yes, I'll try. There's no chance. No, zero chance. Zero. You've got two lawyers on the phone. Remember that. Yeah, I know. Okay? <laughs> try, and, try and be brief. Because even if you're talking, yeah. they're still counting. Yes, and and believe me, I don't want Rocky coming after me. No, no, you don't. Uh, top five, bottom five. We uh, are halfway through this as we reach number three. We'll get to that in just a little bit. And Gary Lawless is going to pop by to lead off our number two. Uh, we have FanFest one week from today over at the D. And we will be on location. You won't be there because you'll have to be in, in the studio, right? Yeah. So you won't be allowed to come by. No, probably not. Unless Jared comes in. Jared likes working the show. So No, no. You insulted Jared yesterday. Did I? Yeah. I don't even remember. You said he reminded you of like Beavis oh, and Butthead. Oh, yes, yes. Mr. Buzzcut from Beavis yeah. and Butthead. Jared's haircut. No, but you didn't say that. You said, you know what you look like? You the look like a teacher. character from yeah. Beavis and Butthead. The gym teacher from, from Beavis and Butthead. His, yeah. his haircut looks, and I showed him the picture, and he, he kind of agreed. But you don't, that's not, shouldn't be your opening line to somebody <laughs> the first time you see them in the day is, you know, you, you look like somebody from Beavis and Butthead. But it's not the first time I had seen Jared with that haircut. So he's mad at you. So I don't think he's doing any, <laughs> any, any favors. No, probably uh, not for you. But we've we've got the start of the National Football League season tonight. Dallas Cowboys, boo, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Impartial. I don't mind them. What, I don't what's like. Your, what's your beef with uh, Dallas? The fact that when I was well, my brother was, and and I say was because unfortunately my brother is no longer with us. But he was a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, and I am a New York Jets fan. Mm-hmm. And when we were teenagers, one of those teams won three Super Bowls. The other one could barely win three or four games in a season. How many Super Bowls did the Jets won? They've won one ten okay. years before I was born. So, so they didn't. They weren't the team that won the three Super Bowls when you were no, a teenager. No. So I had to. I had to pretty much deal with constant trash talk from my brother from the time I was basically twelve until I moved out of the house at eighteen. Those cowboy teams were so good. Like yeah. they had swagger. Oh, they, Michael. By the way, Michael Irvin. I've had the chance to interview him. He is. Mm-hmm phenomenal to talk to like he's just so good but everybody like even even the linemen had swagger yeah, yeah. they did they were they were they were, they were a good team like looking back you you look at the players and i love troy aikman now like I, as a teenager i'm like oh i can't stand troy aikman but now i love his analysis on games he's so good and and you really re- appreciate what a great quarterback he was because he had to keep so many egos in check not a lot of guys could have done that i don't think Who's the best defensive player? Well, they had Deion Sanders for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of Charles Haley was on some of those teams. He was yeah. really, really good. Who's the kicker? Uh, I have no idea. That's the only position I can't remember. Yeah, they, they probably went through a couple. Maybe Cun, Cunliffe? Was that Cun, Cundiff? I can't remember. I don't know. But 
I, I know they had Michael Irvin. They had Emmett Smith. Just, a couple of different coaches, too. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson and Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer. Yeah, who, who basically just kicked his feet up and said, go ahead, boys, go play. Wasn't Barry Switzer that tried to get the gun through security? <laughs> I think security it may have something? been, yeah, because yeah. he, he was he was a, an, an Old West kind of cowboy guy, so that would not surprise me. I like him. Uh, so I, I bring that up because we're about to, and when I say we're about to, my department that I work in at the Vegas Golden Knights launch into our Fantasy Football League draft. And it's going to take place in about five minutes. We've got the first overall pick, and I made a trade, traded my second and my third, on the advice, uh, I, I ran this by Ed Graney today. Uh-oh. Trade my That's second and third for two firsts. Ed Graney is probably not the guy on that station you yeah. want getting draft advice from. Really? Yeah. Doesn't he know a little bit about football? I, may know, I don't know how much he knows about fantasy, but there is another guy, probably two guys, who would probably be better off. Like the other Maroon on the show with him. Tyler? My, my guess is he, because he's so analytical. Yeah, Tyler and I don't get along. Oh, he doesn't like you? No. Or you don't like him? Uh, both. Okay. Well, that's yeah. fair. And and I think the guy who who is on Cofield and Company, uh, Adam Hill, probably. Yeah, I, I, I actually got the first pick. Uh, I went with uh, with him uh, on that one. Taking McCaffrey. Ah, oh, uh, I wouldn't have done it. I know. I know. But it got me thinking. Okay, so in a month's time, we'll be doing, or people will be doing, I, I don't take part, uh, in fantasy hockey drafts. Yes. And so I'm, I've got the first overall pick, and I took uh, in the NFL draft, in our fantasy football league draft, I'd taken McCaffrey. Who would you take in hockey just to win your fantasy draft? Who would be the number one overall pick? Probably the guy who's a reigning Hart Trophy winner. I'm with you. Connor McDavid. Yeah. I, I think it gets a little more complicated for second and third. Mm-hmm. Because do you go Dreisaitl second, or do you go Austin Matthews? Like, what, what, what do you want? More, I guess, goals or, well, I mean, Drysaddle does both too, but. When I was a kid, I used to think you got two points for a goal. Like when I was, like when I was five years <laughs> yeah. old, I thought there's no way a goal and an assist can be the same value. Well, because in basketball, you get two points for, for a basket. So why, why not two points for a goal? It wasn't even that. It was just like, I'm scoring and I get the same. Only one point. Yeah. Like production as, as an assist. Now, who, but, but that doesn't. Uh, who would be the first defenseman taken? Uh, I want, I want to go. Let me go through my list here. Uh, my questions. So you would take Connor McDavid yes. in a fantasy draft. If you are going to build a team today, so you're Ooh. you're Seattle, and you can take any player in the league right now. So that means it can be an 18-year-old yeah. just drafted, or it can be a 39-year-old. I, You know what? This, this may surprise you, but... I think I would take Kale McCarr because I, I think, first of all, he's he's on another planet when it comes to talent level. I mean, he's, what, 20, 21 years old, and he's already a guy who's going to probably win multiple Norris trophies. And I, I think you, I think defense is the key to winning. I think you, you, you kind of start. I mean, you look at Tampa. They have Victor Hedman. He is maybe. Best defenseman in the league. Yeah. So why wouldn't you take Victor Hedman? Because he's older. If I'm starting from scratch and I want to build a dynasty, See, that's, the, that's the mistake you make. You're starting from scratch, but you can take anybody. So you're not really yeah. building. You're you're trying to win as fast as possible. Do I want to win as fast as possible? Do I want to win more? Well, okay. Let me let me ask you that that same question, but in a different way. Okay. Would you rather be the Golden Knights or would you rather be Seattle right now? Oh. 
You'd rather be the Golden Knights. Yeah, They've been yeah, to a final. Yeah, the, the, I, I, the I final think four. So, they, so they, they you want to win. Closer. You want to win right right away. Well, because they, they what they have is a proven formula. I don't know if the Seattle Kraken, if if what they did was going to be a proven formula to build a model. Because let's be honest, Golden Knights have become a model franchise in just a, an extremely short amount of time, as far as how to build. Incredibly, you've taken this completely off the rails of where I thought I was going to go because. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy first overall selection, Connor McDavid. I would have thought you would have went Connor McDavid trying to build a franchise right away because he's in the prime of his career. Yeah, but but he's, he's not even in the prime of his career. He's still building towards it. So I, I would have thought those two would have been well, the same. Here, here's the here's the the issue that I have with that. Connor McDavid has been in the league quite a bit mm-hmm. of time, and the Edmonton Oilers have not had. A long run. The amount of success that that you would have thought. So, I mean, yeah. If I if I if I look at that, I'm thinking, you know what? I I want a guy who's proven. And Kale McCarr has has been very successful in the playoffs. And third way to that to ask the same question. We've got fantasy draft. We've got building a franchise. If you are trying to win a Stanley Cup, who's your first overall pick? If I want to win today. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe your goal is to win the Stanley Cup this year. Who's your first pick? Now that's a tougher question. I'm, I'm going to go with Andre Vasilevsky. Yes, yeah, that's the guy, best goalie on the planet. So you mentioned McDavid for fantasy and Makar for building for building a team, and then you got kind of got into Hedman, but I I I took you there. Yeah. But I'll still put Hedman in there, and then Vasilevsky. Three, you're still you're building a team. Yeah, I went three three different, different places, areas, three different went positions. Three, I don't think there's another sport. Yeah, that can do that. You're right. I mean, maybe maybe basketball because of five five players in basketball. No, but but basketball, you're trying to win fantasy, trying to win now. Yeah, and trying to build a team around. Basketball, there's fewer, there's fewer super, there's yeah, a superstar th- league. That's so. true. Like in basketball, I'm, I'm I'm probably taking James Harden, number one in fantasy. I'm probably taking him to be the guy who yeah. to build around. Yeah, that's that's baseball. That's, same thing. Yeah, baseball. You could you could go a million different places in baseball. I mean, we've seen Mike Trout is probably the best player in baseball, and the Angels have never really, even with Shohei Otani, the Angels they have two of the most mm-hmm. dynamic players in all of baseball on the entire planet. They're not even a playoff team. What about football? Who would you take in football to, for fantasy? I took McCaffrey. Yeah. Who would you take to win a title? If if I need that one guy, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yes. But right. Tom Brady's fantasy numbers are not. No, they're, I had him last year. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not great. Like, I, I would think Aaron Rodgers is, is another guy that maybe I would look to uh, if I was building or if I needed to win. But, what if you were starting a franchise in football? Oh, well, I think quarterback is the most important position. So Mahomes? Yeah, Pat Mahomes. Okay. So, but fo- I, so football's in the same area of hockey. Yeah. But I think in, in football, you start with, like fantasy, I, I would have taken Pat Mahomes number one. No. Yes. Because he's, he's got. He's the only person that said that. Well, I'm the only person. And I talked to like seven people. And everyone told you <laughs> McCaffrey? Uh, or Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. I I like Dalvin Cook better than Christian McCaffrey. I like McCaffrey's uh, 
receiving the numbers. I just worry about McCaffrey staying healthy. He's coming off a pretty serious injury. You know, the stupidest thing in fantasy football is <laughs> defense special teams. Oh, I hate it. I I, I always the like dumbest thing. Like the funniest thing, my my first league I'm in, I didn't even draft a kicker. I didn't even bother. I, I waited until I don't mind kicking. Oh yeah, until the end you just pick one up and free agency I, I, or something. Yeah. I drafted Michael Thomas, who I knew was going to be inactive for quite a while. So I placed him on IR the night after the draft and yeah. I picked up Daniel Carlson, who's the Raiders kicker. He was available, the, so I, I picked him up. We we're only in a ten team league and one of the teams was auto picked. Oh, that's the, the entire, worst. In the entire one. Yeah, you can't do that. No, like, no, it's good because that means I'm not going to finish last. Oh, well, that you know what? I, I have had an auto draft once, and I ended up finishing second in the league. So. The, only thing, the only good thing about auto draft is it speeds things up. That's true. There's no there's no debating and, oh, do I take this guy? Do I take that guy? Yeah. Oh, I just took McCaffrey. Ah. And I have this number seven pick. Okay. So that, now that if 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 Travis Kelsey is there, I would think that's maybe a direction you want to go because mm-hmm. there's there's really only three elite tight ends, and normally I go back to back running backs. Yeah, with my first two picks. Well, you know what? If you want to do that, Nick Chubb is a guy who might be very valuable. Mm-hmm. And then if it's only ten teams, it comes back to you, and maybe you could still get Kelsey. But I've traded my I traded my second and my third. Uh, so I've got to get the, the seventh pick. Yeah, to get two of the first seven picks. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what, Derrick Henry or Nick Chubb? Those those are two guys who may be there at seven. And if they are, I would say take one of them. If you had the two of the first seven hockey picks, oh, Connor wow. McDavid. Yeah, McDavid. Uh, McCarr is definitely in there. Yeah, with the defenseman. Yeah, Hedman could be a guy I'd put in there. Vasilevsky. Really? So so seven. There's seven. Uh, you, you know, Hed, I, I don't know how, there's how good Hedman's fantasy numbers are. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If if I'm my, my th- I would have to debate between McCarr and McKinnon yeah. for, for that second spot. Because you got to think, well, you got to think McKinnon's going to go. Yeah. In the top six. Yeah. Got to think Matthews is going to go top six. Uh, Dry is going to go top six. So there's, there's four guys gone uh, already. I, I could end up with a guy like Pedersen. At Kane, seven, Patterson. Yeah, wow. I think yeah. you're still going forwards. You, yeah, you're in, right in, in the top seven. You're right. It, it, of it, it would depend who's there, but if Elias Pettersson's there, that's probably a guy I would look at. Maybe. Uh, I wish I could play fantasy hockey. It's it's it takes way too much time. I wish I could. No, I wish you and I could play it. Yeah, because I think I could. I think I could beat you. You know what? We, you you know people. I I've, I've played I played it before. It does take a lot of time. I, I was in a league once with Kevin Ioli, who is a, a, a boxing writer. A lot of people know him. Mm. And uh, Dave Koken, who is a well-known sports handicapper here in town. He does some stuff over on our sister station. And I actually won the league one year. I, I won the league with Bobby Ryan on my team. I don't remember exactly who I had, but I had Bobby Ryan. I remember that. And uh, uh, Jason Spezza was one of my – this was when Spezza was, like, phenomenal. Like, he was – Mm-hmm. Really, really good elite fantasy numbers, and I'm trying to. And I think I had uh, uh, Mike Green when Mike Green was. That's well, how long ago. Like, the, yeah, yeah, that's how long ago it was. 15, 10 years. Yeah, ago. yeah, 10, it was 15 years. A long ago. time ago. Uh, top five, bottom five. We're at number three. Top five teams in the National Hockey League. We're running them down individually. Bottom five teams in the National Hockey League. We're running them down individually. I want to know why are you stealing that back. Oh, you got to look at that? Yeah, I have to look at it. I've never seen you look at that thing. 
What yeah. is that thing? That but, monitor that you just moved? Yeah. Well, it it has the roster on it, so of of my teams. Oh. Yes. Okay. So I want to know. Give me, and and then I'll give you Ryan because I, I did uh, I did get Ryan's information here. Give me your five, four, so the teams you've already selected. Okay. And then number three All of right. the top five teams. So the top five, I selected the Toronto Maple Leafs at five, mm-hmm. and I selected the Vegas Golden Knights at four. Okay. And who is your third best team? A team that we have kind of talked about a little bit already today, the Colorado Avalanche. I have them as my third best team, uh, reigning President's Trophy winners. They tiebreaker. Well, they they get the banner. Yeah. Say that they won it. So okay. um they did lose a goalie, which I think will help they they will take a step back. But Darcy Kemper is still a really good goalie. So I think as long as Darcy Kemper is healthy, I don't really see that being an issue on the team. Pavel Francouz is back for them as well to be the the number two guy. Um they did lose Brendan Sada, which I think will hurt, but I feel like McCarr is going to take another step, and he's very, very happy coming into camp because he got a very, very nice gift in the offseason. And I think something that that comes into play when, when I looked at Vegas versus Colorado, assuming the guy keeps his head on his shoulders, they will have Nazem Kadri in the playoffs this year, which, which, helps, which would have helped them quite a bit, I think, if that guy was there. What gives you... Any indication that that's going to happen? <laughs> There's the history says that's not the case. Yeah, but I like Nas. I I, I think I, he's, I, he's I, and I like understand him. this is this is probably his last chance. So maybe maybe, but McKinnon was not happy with the way the season ended last year. I think he's going to take that personally. Their 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 top line is is still intact. So they're they're a very good team, and I I do think they they are going to be a very formidable challenge for the Vegas Golden Knights. All right. Uh, you're um, you kind of confused me a little bit with the Colorado-Vegas uh, at 4 and 5 with the Golden Knights 4. Or, uh, sorry, three Golden Knights 4 and the yeah. Colorado 3. Because I like Colorado lost their just their whole goaltending department. Yeah, but, I, but Darcy Kemper is really, really Vegas good. Vegas still has Robin Leonard. I think Darcy Kemper is a guy who could be on, on the yeah. Canada roster. So he's a good, he's, he, it's not like, it's not like they went from Grubauer to me. I mean, Darcy Kemper is, he and he's played very well against the Golden Knights when he was with the, with the uh, Coyotes. Uh, Ryan uh, went with Colorado as well ah. at number three. So he has, probably has Vegas ahead of Colorado. Based on the fact that he does not have Vegas selected yes. at either three, four, or five, I would say so. And I went with Colorado at three. Wow. So it's a clean sweep. Across the board. Third best team in the National Hockey League, across the board, as voted by the uh, VGK Insider Show, the Colorado Avalanche. How about number uh, three, four, worst team in the National <laughs> Hockey League? And Ryan votes the Anaheim Ducks. Okay, I had them at four, and I think you had them at five. Mm-hmm. My fifth was Ottawa. My fourth was the Ducks. My third are the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is a team that, quite frankly, Fair. stunk last year. They lose. Some Sold t- off. Like, uh, yeah, they, they, they lost a, a, a bunch. But they still have a little bit there. Obviously, Patrick Laine is still there. 
Um, you know, Zach Wierenski's still there for them, and their goaltending is, is I think, formidable. Yeah. They just don't have a whole lot after. New coach. New coach, yeah, you're right. I mean, they don't have a whole lot coming in after line A. They did get Voracek in the, the offseason in the trade with Philadelphia. But there's just not a whole lot in the cupboard for them. And as you mentioned, sold off or sold off a lot of pieces. And I think they're going to go through a rebuild. You know, if you did uh, some type of experiment of each team over the last five years, so the best players that that organization has had in the last five years. Oh, they're, they're right up at the top of the yes. list. I mean, you, you, Panarin, Seth Jones. Yes. It's, it's Bobrovsky. crazy. Bobrovsky. Yeah, the guy won, the guy won two Vesna trophies, right? Bobrovsky. <laughs> With, Felino, like, unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of talent. talent that uh, Duchesne. Uh, like, go. I, I think you could look and say, yeah, they did win that series as an eight seed over a one, but they really underachieved. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, where, where do you point the finger? But now they're going to go through a rebuild, and it's probably going to be a long rebuild because we hear the same things about Columbus. Not a lot of people want to play there. Not many teams have gone through the f- mighty fall like yeah. the Columbus Blue Jackets. And it was in, in, in one year. Mm-hmm. One year. They went they went from pushing the, the, the lightning in a playoff series in the bubble. Contract. But they loaded up, too. They, they loaded they up did, a, yeah. a, a, a lot. Um, Ryan uh, went with Anaheim. Yeah. I, I think we're all in agreement. They're not going to be good. Yeah. Still coming. I, I went with Detroit. Ooh. Third worst team. I think that's fair. They did finish ahead of Columbus last year. They did. So, but um, I, cause I thought about them as well, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I don't of know what Detroit really is. That's, Are that's they where ready? Because at. at some point you have to take the big step. Yes. You have that one year where you take the giant step forward. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's going to be this year. Next year. Yeah. Goaltending is. Uh, I, I think they shorted up. Yeah. You say sketchy. I say shorted up. Yeah. I like what they've done. Uh, but at some point, like Arzman's been at this for a couple of years now. Yeah, it, it's time. You got to go. Uh, that's our uh, top five, bottom five, hitting number three. Tomorrow, we'll finish off the week at number two. And Monday, we come back with the best team in the National Hockey League and the worst team in the National Hockey League. And there's going to be some hurt feelings. Yes, yes, there There's going to be some really <laughs> hurt feelings. One for the, the team that is finishing second and all kinds of debate about why can't you have that team as number one and for uh, the team that's named the worst as per the VGK Insider Show. Uh, We're going to take a break. When we continue, schedule by day. What's the busiest day for the Vegas Golden Knights this year? I'm going to tell you. And Sam and Ash also coming up. And Gary Lawless, uh, we are going to do a rematch at FanFest this year. I'm going to give him the option to pick the event. Uh, Gary Lawless, the VGK Insider, will stop by on the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. I went with uh, Kelsey. So I got I, I got McCaffrey and Kelsey. Yeah, you, you got Both. the best tight end. There, like I said, there's only three elite tight ends. Now, I don't have a pick again until, like, the fourth round. See, like my, But that's not bad. There's a lot of guys who, who will draft wide receivers really early, and my thinking is... So many. It's so deep. Yeah. It's so deep. It's such a... There's only really only a handful of good running backs, and 
tight end is a position that now scores you a lot of points, and you want Kelsey or Waller. Right now, I feel like I got Connor McDavid and Kale McCarr. That's fair. In in, in hockey terminology. Yeah. yeah. I th- That's what I, th- I feel like. Yeah. Now, I, I'm going to have to backfill a little bit. Yeah, but you, you, you've you got two of the yeah. top seven picks. <laughs> Do you think so, the rest of the league should fold because no. I have those? I, I I don't know who's in this league with you, but... Uh, Lawless is in it. Oh. I'm, I I will venture to guess he will talk lots of trash to you when he comes on. Yeah, because he's, be he's going to tell you uh, his team is bit. better. I don't think he can name three players on his team. Really? Yeah. Who has he drafted so far? Uh, I'll have to take a look. Okay. <laughs> but he auto-drafted. Oh, that's really? Yeah. Gary was the he guy was who the auto- only person oh. that auto-picked. Well, now we don't on... mind that because we had an odd number. Yeah. And we needed another person and we needed the 20 bucks. Well, based on what you've just said about how him not being able to name three players on his team, it's probably a good thing that he's auto-drafting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so what's your uh, what's your busiest day of the week, like in your life? Give me an idea. Um, when, when you when you go through your schedule and you go, I'm usually jammed on whatever night. It's usually Saturday. Saturday? Saturday nights, are, or Saturday in general is very busy because usually that's one of the only days where me and the wife have the ability to uh, run errands, go grocery shopping. Shop. calling her by her name. Junko. Thank you. Okay. One of the only days that me and Junko have the ability to to run errands if we have to go grocery shopping or if we have to go to the hardware store to pick something up to, to... hardware store. Well, I don't I don't want to name any what of you, them because they you, don't they on, don't on the homestead. Yes, out there yeah. in Pahrump. In Pahrump, yeah. <laughs> because the, none of them sponsor are our sponsors of the show, so I'm not going to give them a free plug. But uh, there, there, there's a couple of them around town. Are you going to make or break Lowe's or Home Depot by you, dropping their name? Yes. You, usually we go to the one with the blue sign. <laughs> but uh, we, 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 if we have to go to Target, I, I do like that store. So I will give them the free plug. But. That's not a hardware store. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying uh, on, on top of grocery shopping or if we have to run some errands, Target is usually a place that's uh, like we, we buy like little artwork or knickknack around the house like we bought a shoe rack there recently so because we don't we don't wear our shoes in the house That's artwork or knickknacks yes and then you throw a shoe rack yes. shoe this rack. is why see this this right now next time you ask me why yeah. i don't let you talk yeah. as much the first 40 minutes of this show yeah is going to be re-racked and said, well, that's why I don't yeah. let Chapman well, talk as we, much. We, we'll buy, like, uh, uh, laundry detergent I, okay. and stuff at Target. So I went through the uh, the VGK <laughs> schedule. Yeah. Because I was just, I was more curious. To I'm see. guessing it's not Saturday. It's, well, it's not. Saturday's busy. Yeah, but I don't think that's the first busiest. What do you think it is? I would guess the busiest is Tuesday. Yeah. The National Hockey League is is a weekend league. Really, but it's a Tuesday, Thursday. National television is reserved for Wednesday. Now, there's a lot of national television on Saturday in Canada, but predominantly you'll look through the schedule and Tuesdays and Thursdays will always be your busier nights because there's fewer games on that middle of the week national television window and national television gets there's there's fewer games in there because they want everybody driven to one or two games uh that's the that's the idea that's, what do they show on on what's like national television in canada on wednesday nights what are, what are they showing well usually there's uh there's say there's four games okay uh 
in on the National Hockey League schedule on a Wednesday. Three will be U.S.-U.S. matchups. Mm-hmm. So Vegas against San Jose, uh, Chicago, St. Louis, and Florida, and Carolina. Okay. And then there'll be one Canadian, one Canadian matchup. So like Toronto so, and, so, and Ottawa. Yeah, and then, That's then reserved. That will go. The odd time, you'll get a Canada-U.S. matchup that Canada will take nationally. Hmm. Uh, but but 85, 90% of the time, it's Canada-Canada. I did not know because, that. Uh, and, and so you'll have one national game in Canada, and then uh, TNT or ESPN will select the national game uh, in the United States. So there'll be two two games. I'm very excited for the ESPN Plus. And a lot of times there'll be double headers too. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's pretty cool, yeah. We Canada might take the U.S. U.S. matchup for a back half of it. Now the hockey ladder. night in Canada—that's always two that's, Canadian teams, right? It's Saturday. Yeah, but they—they—they—they'll show a couple of games in the East, a couple of games in the West. So is that kind of like Monday night football for us? Uh, bigger. Cool. Yeah, I, I got to go up there one 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 year for. Uh... I, I. Oh wait, you you have with I told I, I can't you get across. Yeah, you cannot right. get across. You're right. The border patrol in Vancouver or uh, Toronto will not let me through. Or anywhere else. Yeah, I can't. I can't sneak in through Lake of the Woods. Boys of Ain. Where's that? That's in Manitoba. That's where I crossed over. Oh, you okay. can't go. So, nope. so, so, I, like, I dropped your name. I actually spot. said to them. They said uh, anything uh, to declare. I said <laughs> yeah. just one question. Chapman been through. Chapman tried to get through. I know there's a place in Minnesota where there's like a phone booth, and you go to the phone booth and you call, and the border patrol will will make sure that uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're you're cool. So maybe you know, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm okay there. I grew up on a lake that. Span the Canada-U.S. border, Lake Metagosh. I don't even know where that no, is. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was when I grew up. It was very open. Like you could do different things, and you could scoot across the border uh, to the American side, grab your beer and your Dr. Pepper and your Pib and whatever, whatever, whatever you wanted. Uh, now you cross the border, you have to phone into a number and tell them that you will be in American waters. Uh, because if you get pulled over, like the, the whatever Coast Guard pulls you over in the middle of the the lake, and you're in the American side, you get big trouble. Really? And, and if you stop, so your cottage is on the American side, mine's on the Canadian side. I go over and I pull up to your dock, and I tie up. If somebody pulls up at that time, I lose my boat. What? Because I've crossed the border illegally. Oh, crazy! Wow. Is that don't, not don't insane? do that, yeah. So the busiest night uh, in the National Hockey League is I looped back uh, Tuesday with 18 games for the Vegas Golden Knights. This is the Vegas Golden Knights only. 18 games on Tuesday, 14 on Thursday. And then you've got 12 on Friday, 12 on Saturday. Pretty busy. And 12, uh, 11 on Sunday. The quietest day of the week is Monday. So if, you, if you're going to plan activity, you're a big VGK fan, you're going to plan activities, Book everything on Monday nights because there's only a half dozen games on Monday night. Everything else is uh, is pretty jammed. Nine on Wednesday. So you said Saturday's your busiest day? That's my busiest day, yeah. Yeah. May have to change it to Monday. Yeah. Book everything. Go go do your knickknack shopping. <laughs> yes, on Monday. <laughs> on Monday. Uh, we'll be back uh, as we continue. Gary Lawless, VGK Insider, is coming up as well as Salmonash, SalmonashLaw.com on the VGK Insider Show. It's time for the Legal Minute with Sam and Ash on the VGK Insider Show. 
It's the Legal Minute, brought to you by SalmonAshLaw.com. Darren Millard chatting with uh, Salmonash. As I, as I do this double duty today, you guys, I'm, I'm not talking about Ryan not being here. Uh, I can get through that. No offense, Ryan. Uh, it's this fantasy football league draft that I have going on right now as we do the show. And we're talking about legal issues, and I'm trying to balance that and the hockey talk. Uh, are you guys in fantasy leagues? Do you guys, do you guys partake in that? I don't. No fantasy league here. Seriously? Uh, I know. know. We live in reality. Ah, see, reality's so boring. This is the only fun I get to have. So I I have this this idea that I'm going to be able to go into this, and it's going to be calm and cool. I don't have to do a lot of research. It's just for fun. And then the competitive instincts take over, and I'm starting to panic uh, about things. But I'm, I'm sort of going to try and put it aside and concentrate because I'm I'm just back from Tokyo where uh, we had the uh, summer games and it was a weird... Did you guys watch, by the way? Yes, a whole okay. lot of it. It was... Um, it was a strange but, thing, um, Sam, because like, there was no vibe in the city, but uh, but on television, it, it kind of came across pretty good. Yeah, was it weird with no spectators? Yeah, it was bizarre. And and you'd walk out of the venues or the IBC, and there's no vibe, no no energy. But you 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 watch on the the tube or or in the venue, and you're like, this is fantastic! It's the world's greatest thing. Strange, I know. Well, we um, uh, I I can't imagine what it's like being an athlete and not and not having not having people in the stands being there. I think there's that's like an energy depletion that I or I just I think it would be very strange to compete. In that environment, yeah, and, and you know the Simone Biles uh, situation that we were all engrossed in, and uh, and just captured us uh, going into the games, and then her injury, uh, and the fallout. Like it's still happening. She's still being trolled about this, and came out and and, uh, and said uh, like she can't hear anybody talking because uh, she's got all these medals. Uh, it's almost like the Patrick Waugh comment uh, to Jeremy Roenick way back in the day. Uh, but I'm curious. Like, so she had the twisties. You guys, and uh, that she just couldn't find her balance in in the air. What like who's responsible after the games for uh, the uh, if say you the twisties or you blow out your knee or whatever? Like who's responsible for the athletes and their care after the games? Well, this is actually really interesting. The teams are in some respect responsible for these athletes and their ongoing care. I mean, she got a, a position on Team USA for the Tokyo Olympics. Well, once the Olympics end, she's still part of Team USA. And so um, they will help manage that care also, but she will likely just do it on her own. So she can go out and just find her own care? Would she be responsible for paying for her own care? Uh, I'm, I'm more curious than anything here. Well, actually, she's probably an employee of Team USA to some extent. And so there would be probably like a workers' compensation care system. Um, Remember, I mean, that's why all they they have these team doctors that all of these gymnasts and swimmers and all these other athletes go to. It's a managed care system. And and I would think, uh, Sam, it'd be like gymnastics, high-profile event. But if you're... Uh, water polo. If you're uh, beach volleyball, uh, it, it it might you might just not have the just the overall structure in place for something like this. Right. I mean, the more money in the sport, the more benefits uh, can can flow the way it, to the way, to the athletes. And and I, and I, again, that infrastructure costs money. If you're having team doctors, team orthopedists, team neurologists, all these different people involved. I would presume, yeah, in a sport that doesn't attract as many eyeballs, doesn't bring in as much revenue, 
uh, those are sports that are not going to have as many benefits. Uh, which sport did you guys watch the most? Ooh, great question. I was watching um, handball. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's the only time you really get to watch it. Yeah, but you... I also like beach volleyball. Yeah, I, I did some of the beach volleyball tournament, and that one was strange because they still had the DJ and the music and everything going, but there <laughs> wasn't the crowd. So that one I found, uh, I felt a little bit uh, out of sorts uh, with. What, do you have a handball background? No, um, I don't. I just remember, <laughs> I've, I've... Um, you know, the mean, the mean fourth grade handball courts. Of <laughs> yes, course. yes. Um, no, um, actually, I don't have any personal experience with it. I just always, it's one of those sports that I think is very entertaining, and I'm surprised it doesn't get more traction in the States. Um, and a girl I coached in basketball, actually, she graduated high school and went on to college, and instead of playing college basketball, she tried out for the USA uh, handball team and actually traveled around doing it. So it it kind of became an interesting follow for me. It was smart, smart person. Net and handball, way bigger than basketball. Uh, Sam, what did you watch? Swimming. Um, and, of course, I had to get uh, watch uh, what was that the first time we had uh, skating. Yes. Skateboarding. Yeah. And uh, and and that's uh, – we had to um, – you know, I had I had to see that, and the poor guy who uh, you know who had that very awkward crash uh, was a must see thing. Yeah, um, skating, skateboarding was was really popular inside with the athletes and with uh, with the other competitors. It it drew uh, one of the bigger crowds. Surfing just didn't didn't deliver for me, but uh, that's that's for another day. Uh, I'm going to bring in Chapman here because uh, you guys you guys are my lawyer, and you are so great at helping us out every week on the uh, VGK Insider Show, and Chapman has actually a personal question. If you guys are okay to Listen to him, and this will be sort of what people go through when they call seven zero two eight two zero one two three four. The type of uh, service that you're going to get, and we'll we'll sort of be the rest of us will be a fly in the wall here as Chris Chapman calls up Salmonash SalmonashLaw.com. Yeah, and listening to you guys talk about the Olympics, it's it's like I actually had tickets for handball prelims, and oh. I would have had uh, the skateboarding that first weekend where I would have gotten to see. The 13-year-old girl win the gold medal, and I believe the Brazilian girl was 12, or or she may have been 13 as well, but would have seen Denmark in handball, who ended up winning the silver medal. But uh, So my situation is 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 a unique one to me. I've, it's something I've never experienced. Long story short, I booked a flight to travel to Japan last, uh, I guess it was October, and uh, I was actually booked on Air Canada, but I used one of those travel websites. This one happened to be booked in Canada. Well, Air Canada emailed me and let me know they were no longer operating Vegas to Vancouver where I was to connect. So I had to cancel my flight. Long story short, I got refunded or I was supposed to be refunded. I got emails telling me I was going to be refunded two to three billing cycles, which I guess is the norm. Uh, I got eight emails from the company in that time after I canceled up until January. Come February, I still had not received my refund. So I disputed the charge with my card. Uh, my bank refunded me the $705, which is what the amount was. And a couple days later, I saw that the charge was then reapplied back to my credit card. So I called my bank. They asked me for documentation. I sent them in all sorts of emails from this company telling them that I was going to receive a refund. And at that point, they said they were going to investigate it. 
I I didn't hear anything back. I called them back in March. Chappie, they, we got a radio show right, at the same so, time as we're doing this call. So, okay, so so so, so let's go. I I have not received my refund from the company. My bank is now telling me that because I am supposed to get the refund, they can't do anything because the company told me that I was going to get the refund. I'm now going on almost a year without this refund. Do I have any legal options or am I kind of screwed because the company is based in Canada and I can't do small claims court? This is so un-Canadian. I, it's, I know it's 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 the opposite. If of you guys want to know the truth, I pocketed the money about seven weeks ago, <laughs> and, I wasn't and I'm not giving it, it back. Aaron, I, I was not yeah. going to say it. Um, wait, so, so, so yeah, Go I was gonna, yeah. okay. So the company charged you. You disputed it. You were refunded or not? Yeah, initially my bank refunded the money, and then a couple okay. days later there was, I guess, a chargeback from the the, so the travel case. company. Dispute the new charge. Yeah, they, and, that's, and that's what it really is. You have you have a, a an email or some documentation from the company saying we will refund you, and if they never refunded you, that's the basis for getting the the, the charges reversed. And and I don't know your bank, but really it's your credit card company. Whoever controls the card, um, they need they need to they, now and and correct. It's now if they if they went through one cycle and said yes, we're going to refund it. They took it out, open a new case and. Keep fighting this because they they absolutely need to reverse this. That's good to know. I will. I, I will, would go after your card, your credit card, your bank. I'm gonna I'm yep. gonna call them tomorrow and 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 start with a new case. Then. So it was the and, credit card company that recharged you the second time. I believe so. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Giddy up. <laughs> this is a, see see what just happened, folks. You just listened to a a, a legitimate. Case consultation. Be heard. Yeah. yeah, consultation with Sam and Ash, uh, with with Chris Chapman, and he got the golden advice. It's a new case, and he can proceed. You guys are really good. Uh, we try. Uh, At three forty, yeah, you're going to get. Your, yeah, Chapman's going to get his money back. That's yeah. my prediction. Yeah. Dude, and if you don't, Chapman, let us know who the the bank is, and we're going to unleash Rocky in there and let. Uh, you know. Listen, <laughs> if anyone's in my corner, I want Rocky in my corner with a bow tie. Yeah. With a bow tie, hey, do do most? I mean, it must be hard for clients to to try to get all their thoughts in order. Like Chapman just went through and he and he walks through everything. Uh, that's what the consultation is, right? It's basically allowing you to get everything off your chest. Absolutely. When you call in, we know you've been through something difficult and and traumatic, and you know it's kind of distorted your life. And so we listen. We just let you tell us what you've been through and we ask questions to gather information and you know and sometimes there's follow-up questions or emails after but you know sometimes it's resolved in a, a quick call, phone call and sometimes it takes weeks but we we work through it with you i love it uh this is great to be back with you guys we're up and running uh, you guys uh, never stop uh 24 7 uh, you hear the spots uh, all over the place uh, salmonashlaw.com uh they do what's right for you uh we will chat with you next week when we're all back together uh in one piece with uh with ryan back at the controls oh looking forward to it thanks darren bye chapman this has been the Legal Minute with Sam and Ash on the VGK Insider Show. Brought to you by Sam and Ash. Visit them at salmonash.com because you deserve what's right.